on Vision Australia Radio, you're listening to The Seeing Object Show with me, your host, Harriet Moffat. Today, I have guest Tracy Bashford coming to talk to us from Queensland about her role as a puppet development trainer up on the Sunshine Coast. This will be a first of two-part series where we talk about Tracy and give a bit of a profile on her, as well as talk about how puppy caring works up in the Sunshine Coast of Queensland. Without further ado, here is my interview with Tracy. Tracy, thanks for joining me on the show today. Hi, Harriet. No problem. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. So we're just going to start off with what is your role at Seeing Eye Dogs? Okay, so I'm a puppy development trainer. So I get to look after all our lovely volunteer puppy carers and help them support and raise future Seeing Eye Dogs. Um, and I'm based on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. How long have you been a puppy development trainer? Okay, so I've been with Seeing Eye Dogs for three years this year as a puppy development trainer. Um, Prior to that, I've worked as a qualified guide dog trainer for 14 years. So um, it's a a nice change of pace to be with the young ones. I would think that one of the differences would be you kind of get to work with a bit more of a variety of different things. That's what I kind of think. I wondered if as a a trainer, you're doing a lot of the same things all the time rather than... um, having a different variety of ages and stages. Absolutely, yeah. Great point. Um, never a dull day. Never a dull day with the puppies and the carers. So, yeah, at the moment I've got pups, you know, ranging from six months of age to 13 months of age at the moment. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. All different ages, which obviously are all at different stages and require different things. So that is a, that is a really fun part. Yeah, a lot of variety. What kind of made you decide to, well, swatch, switch over to PDT? And also, what do you think are the kind of, yeah, the best parts of PDT? And what do you think maybe that um, training might have improved your experience as a PDT? Okay, uh, well, I think the main answer to that question is just it's puppies, Harriet. Who doesn't <laughs> love puppies? <laughs> um, so, yeah, when I, when I was doing guide dog training, I'd occasionally, you know, work with the younger ones. Um, so it's lovely just to be with the younger ones now. And I think it's exciting because you sort of have an idea of what you're aiming for. It's exciting to start from the beginning and really start trying to shape these little guys into a seeing eye dog. You sort of know where they need to go. Um, and, yeah, you know, lots of challenges, lots of fun. Um, it's, it's um, yeah, as I said, it's puppies. And who doesn't love puppies? Um, I am yet to find someone. <laughs> And it's great with the, working with the carers as well. You know, it's obviously you meet a wide range of personalities and it, it, it's fun training them to train the pups. You know, that, that, that's a, definitely some variety in that as well. So you're not just working with the dogs, you meet a ton of interesting people and get to work with them as well. I have to say, I think you probably, it, you kind of feel, probably feel a bit more sane if you're talking to the, um, to the carers rather than if it were me, I'd probably be talking to the dogs. And, um, well, yeah, yeah, more sane. I'm not sure. Sometimes I like to just sort of walk off with the dogs and have my own little chat with them too. But um, <laughs> yeah, some some of them are smart enough. I think you kind of can almost let yourself think that they would understand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They're 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 good company, good listeners. So outside of work, what are your kind of hobbies and interests? Well, dogs again. I have pet dogs, so um, so always out and about with them and living on. Sunshine Coast, we're lucky enough to have some beautiful beaches and surrounds, so 
like to get out with my dog on the weekends. Um, look, I, I really like living, living a pretty chilled life. Um, live with my partner and we love to catch up with family and friends, you know, nice dinner parties, a few wines, enjoy nature during the day. Just a nice laid-back lifestyle, really. I think you might be um, having, it's almost like a kind of campaign to get people to move up to Sunshine Coast. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> well, they already are moving up at the moment. <laughs> we're, seeing, we're seeing a little bit of a migration of people moving up with, with the world at the moment. But, um, yeah, look, it is really not a bad part of the world. It's, it's, it's pretty beautiful. We're very lucky. So my new, my new thought is um, now as you kind of have the whatever it is, Sunshine Coast arrivals, you have, you know, a big, like, become a puppy carer sticker on there then. <laughs> we really should. Well, we've got those little, um, a little, what are they? Like the little, not the bumper stickers, the little... Hanging, like, window hanger Yeah, thing. little suction cup window hangers. We've just um, introduced them to all the carers. So they're, they're currently cruising around the coast. So, um, yeah, they're good to let everyone know there's a seeing eye dog on board and a little bit of advertising. Yeah, they're really cute. So what is a kind of typical work day like for you? Typical work day? Well, always, it, it can change. Um, so, look, I will just have a bunch of visits booked in. Um, the younger ones are usually prioritised. They get seen a little bit more often, uh, weekly, as a matter of fact. Um, so I'll just go through booking all my visits, depending where the carer and the puppy are at. Um, I'll sort of decide where I want to meet them or what we need to work on with the puppy and book in the carer at that area. So I'll go from visit to visit to visit. I might have a few meetings thrown in there. Um, There can be some vet visits. Um, There's always a little bit of office work. Um, Again, variety. It changes. Um, But, yeah, never, never a dull moment, never a dull day. So is that kind of probably what well, the next question was going to be, kind of what is your favourite part of your role? Outside of puppies and kind of variety, is there anything that really, you know, sticks out and makes you think this is what I, this is why I'm kind of continuing to do what I do? Um, oh gosh, I think ultimately seeing the dog grow and learn, um, especially uh, teaching carers, seeing carers grow in confidence and seeing them, you know, teach the dogs effectively and, um, you know, they really, they they blossom from that. They really enjoy it. So I love probably building confidence in both the dog and the care and seeing them both learn and grow at the same time is awesome. Um, and then if I'm ever lucky enough to talk to or meet or hear about a client, I think always that's been a bit of a driving force for me is you sort of know why you're doing the role, but when you meet someone who is getting a dog or has a dog and see the difference it actually really does make when you see it in the flesh. I think that that definitely is a big motive for, motivator for me and makes me realise why I do what I do. I definitely think it's um, it's kind of hard to see sometimes when you've got a little puppy. Um, yeah. It's kind of hard to hard to look at them and think, ah, oh, yes, you are definitely trustworthy. Oh, absolutely. Definitely don't come out of the box of seeing eye dog. Um, and, and sometimes some people think so. And so it's a bit of a learning curve for some people, you know. Um, but no, they definitely don't come out of the box like that. But yeah, seeing them change, seeing them grow, seeing them learn, especially the ones that just love it. You know, some of them are just almost born to do it and you can you can tell the difference. Um, and that's, that's lovely to see when they just absolutely love it. That's brilliant.
Yeah, I've had a few um, as kind of a razor. I've had a few that you can kind of just tell you're like, yeah, you need to do something yeah, as a working absolutely. role. Yep, yep. They just thrive on it, don't they? Learning new tasks. And, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Which They're is, great dogs to yeah, work with. Which is particularly funny because sometimes you'll have someone kind of saying, you know, isn't it cruel to make them work? But you're like, not nah, the right dog. It's almost cruel to stop them. Absolutely. You're, you're not wrong. And we, you know, you do get those comments, you know. You do get, oh, that's cruel. How can you do that? But my comeback is always, um, you know, you think of the amount of pet dogs that sit outside in the backyard for 12-plus hours a day by themselves. And, you know, these guys are with someone pretty much all the time. Um and I also feel that the dogs that don't want to do it, they're usually the ones that don't end up doing it, you know. Um, I sort of always say to myself, you know, if you could ask the dog the question, do you want to do this? Um, I think sometimes you can tell with some of the dogs if their answer would be, yeah, I love it, or actually, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This doesn't suit me, so I'm just going to opt out gracefully. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a tough job. They're not all meant to do it. So that, that's our role to, you know, assess that as the training continues, whether they're suitable or not. So what is the most challenging part of your role? My challenging part? I would say living in Queensland, the weather sometimes can be a bit challenging, which, yeah, I'm sure it's different in different states. But for us, obviously, it's the heat and humidity. So... Especially this time of year, you know, most days 30 degrees, 85% humidity. You've really got to time your your visits appropriately. So your early morning, later afternoon, or literally it's just a shopping centre. So, um, you know, that that can be challenging at times. Um, And probably not having the luxury of kennels, I've learnt, is... um, can be challenging also. So we're always, you know, very dependent on our volunteers to help us out with not only the puppies but temporary boarding and training dog boarding as well as we, yeah, we just don't have uh, the kennels at all. So sometimes that can be a little bit of a juggling act in itself. And we're a small team. There's only myself and Brendan, the seeing eye dog instructor. So we're, a, we're only a two-man band. So, you know, we're sort of responsible for... So running it, running it all on a daily basis and organising everything sort of from the ground up. It's very impressive. It's, yeah, little little kind of, um, what is it, like kind of duo that are taking, yeah. on, taking on the whole, basically, well, the whole state, which is massive. Yeah, well, we're, we're a two-man band at the moment. We're, we're going to be a three-man band too. Um, we've, we've got a new um, colleague coming on to train as a seeing eye dog instructor, so that's really exciting. You've been listening to the Seeing Eye Dog Show on Fish and Australia Radio. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Tracy. If you'd like to find out more about being a puppy carer, especially if you are a Sunshine Coast resident, why not head to our website at sed.fishandaustralia.org or follow us on social media for more information, such as about the puppy carrying information sessions. Don't forget to tune in next week for the second part of this interview or head to your preferred podcast streaming platform, such as Spotify, to get the next episode of the Seeing Eye Dogs Radio Show. Thank you for listening.